Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Danielle McCartney, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the band, WFAN. Here we go. Good Sunday morning, Saturday evening, New York sports fans. My name is Danielle McCartney. And uh, I guess I'm McCartan at midnight tonight. The super utility all the way around here. We're talking all things New York sports with you right up till 3 a.m. in New York City and beyond. Whatever you're doing at the moment, appreciate you tuning into my show right now and throughout the next couple hours, whether that be on your car radio, 1019 FM, 660 old school, streaming from WFAN.com or on our free Odyssey app. And of course, we are here in the Big Apple. Nick Theodoro, Pat Boyle, and I coming to you live from, like I said, the Boomer and Geo studio here in Lower Manhattan. Go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666. Try to take your calls right here in the first segment, so get aboard. Uh, a quick programming note, special guest Ed Cranepool will join us at 2.20 to take us down memory lane as we discuss his new book, The Last Miracle, My 18-Year Journey with the Amazing New York Mets. Um... When I tell you a trip down memory lane, I promise you that's what it will be. And anyway, uh, as we sit here in this very moment, the Yankees and the Mets are still on the outside looking in on a playoff berth. And I'm not a fool. I'm not getting sucked back in. And as we look at the wild card picture right now, this second, uh, the Yankees find themselves nine games out of the third and final wild card spot with two teams to leapfrog over being the Red Sox and the Texas Rangers and one team to displace, whether that be the Mariners or the Blue Jays. So not looking good for the Yanks. And as we check in the scoreboard for the Mets, they are now 10 games back of the final wild card spot with one, two, three, four, five teams to have to leapfrog and one team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, to displace. So... Yes, the standings can change in an instant, but I'm no fool. I am not getting sucked back into this. But today, uh, I wanted to kind of start with baseball and then, you know, ease into football because it is like the day or the night before Christmas. It feels like Christmas Eve. The Giants season kicks off tomorrow. Jets on Monday. And I want to do a ton of football. But, of course, we had to address Old Timers Day at Yankee Stadium. Today, the 75th and also the longest, I don't know, Probably Yankees old timers game or day was today. Old uh, the longest being, of course, the two odd hours or somewhat something like that rain delay. I don't have that. Uh, you know the the exact times, but it has to be if not the longest, 
one of the longest old-timers days in Yankees history. But um, I was actually at the vet office with the dog in the room with the vet when the power went out. Pitch black. Um, put my flashlight on. She's like, you good? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, let me go uh, figure out, you know, if we have a generator, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it was fine. We did, we did all right. We actually did the examination in the waiting room because we were able to use the light from the windows. Uh, her idea. Smart idea. Quick thinking. But anyway, back to the Yankees. In my opinion, they need to put the game back in old-timers day. This is not a dig at anyone who assembled or partook in the beautiful ceremony today. It really was. John Sterling, Michael Kay, Susan Waldman, the people behind the scenes, all did a fantastic job. You know, I was also in awe of Susan, who who was conducting those interviews right there on the field like that. And why? Because I was thinking back when I was doing uh, some sideline reporting for Princeton women's basketball before I even started here. Um. I had to do the post-game interviews right there on the court in Jadwin Gymnasium. And it's just, it, you don't ever realize it until you do it, right? The echo of your own voice, you know, and then the, the delay of it, right? The, the reverberation of it against the walls in a gym that's not full of people, right? It's post-game. And, and, and you're, as you're asking the next question you're, or you're listening for the response, the producer speaking to you in your earpiece, having a whole conversation, it's just... It's just a lot. So when I watched Susan Waldman conducting, you know, all of that time's worth of interviews in that style, knowing how hard it is to do it, I can't even imagine doing it, you know, in a, in a stadium. I mean, that was pretty cool to watch and pretty cool to, you know, appreciate. But I also noted as I'm sitting and watching it before we went to the vet, how empty the stands were as the ceremony, even Susan's interview, which was at the end of the ceremony, took place. The stands were empty, man. For my, my, my cousin. My cousin and his mom, my aunt, they never miss an old-timer's day. This year, they didn't go. And, I mean, I, I'm 35 years old. These are my Yankees. This was celebrating a dynasty team. This was celebrating quite possibly the best team to ever play a single Major League season. It was Derek Jeter, my shortstops, old, first old-timers day. And there were way too many empty blue seats and way too many empty you know, metal bleacher seats. And even during the broadcast, later in the broadcast, after we got home from the vet, they were flashing back to coming in from commercials, out, from, out going out to commercials, old-timers day game highlights from years past. Like, they need to actually bring back the actual game. With that said, there is a lot that these 2023 Yankees can learn from these 1998 Yankees. A, you know, that 98 team might have been the best team ever assembled. Let me set the scene here first. Listen, the 1906 Cubs won 116 games. In 1906, hardly modern baseball. In those times, there were cars driving through the outfield during the games, okay? 
and I understand that the 2001 Mariners also won 116 games. But you you could point to them as being better than those 98 Yankees. Sure, you can. But I'd say that that season of the Mariners ended in a huge disappointment. Those 2001 Mariners beat the then Cleveland Indians in the ALDS, but ran into, guess who? Oh, the New York Yankees in the ALCS. And that was all she wrote for those Mariners. The Yankees beat them handily, four games to one. So with that, those 2001 Mariners are historically the first and only team to win over 110 games and not make the World Series. Give me the 98 Yankees any day. AL batting king Bernie Williams. Most runs scored in the league, all-star Derek Jeter. Perfect game-throwing David Wells on my birthday, May 17th, 1998. I was in fifth grade. I turned 10. Tied for the first in the majors and wins in David Cohn. And a 1.88 ERA by the best closer in the history of the game, Mariano Rivera. Those Yankees were so good, they swept the Padres in the World Series. Four games, call up Tiffany's, go fit them for the rings. So what could these Yankees learn from those guys? It's very simple. How to hate losing more than liking to win. And I asked Garrett Cole two weeks ago who that guy was in the Yankees clubhouse this season. And in a very humble and very articulate way, he said it was him. And if you wanted to hear that interview, it's only a couple minutes long inside the clubhouse. Honestly, I, it, Garrett Cole is fantastic. If you wanted to do it, wait for the commercial, but Google McCartan, Cole, WFAN On Demand. It should come right up. It was like two weeks ago. But it can't just be one guy, one pitcher. The 98 Yankees had a team full of them in their everyday players. I mean, today, David Wells was thinking along the same lines as me. He told reporters today a story about how he gave up a bunch of runs. And in his words, this is a quote. I I went back. I got the quote. He said, this is David Wells, Posada was pissed. He slammed me against the pillar and got in my face. But I respected it. To me, that's what you don't see anymore. You don't see guys getting in each other's face. And it's not a personal thing. You're here to win. Just seeing it from my perspective, they don't have that kind of camaraderie. That, David Wells, today. He thinks it's because today's athletes, and in particular the Yankees that he watches, he said his words, they coddle them too much, they baby him. Maybe he's got a point. The 98 Yankees led the league in runs scored. This year's Yankees are, right now, 23rd. The 98 Yankees had not a single player hit more than 28 home runs. What does that tell me? That tells me they knew how to hit situationally and just to just simply put the ball in play and put the pressure on the defense. I mean, you saw it as a microcosm today, what the Brewers were doing to the Yankees. They were death by a thousand cuts. It's a Taylor Swift song. Death by a thousand cuts. Um, but and that's that's how they had the beginning in the what was it the seventh or the eighth? Tino Martinez talked to Meredith Morakovitz on the field today about the importance of this is his words moving guys over and doing the little things. 
With runners in scoring position this season so far, the Yankees hit just 245, good for 21st in the league of 30 teams. And in case you're wondering, because I looked it up, the 98 Yankees with runners in scoring position hit 300 that year, tied for second in the league. What a stark difference. And O'Neill, Paul O'Neill told a story today about how Joe Torre gathered the team, pulled them to, in a very short paraphrase, uh, it was after game like 114 or so. Basically, Torre said, have fun under all this pressure. Just go out there and have fun because of the greatness expected in you this season. Don't let the pressure get to you. Have fun. O'Neill said he went up to him after the speech and said, hey, uh, Skip, it's not fun unless you win. Scott Brosh just said today, Every conversation from day one was about winning. Now, me personally, I have a full-time job on the side of this. And I am unable to be in Tampa from day one because of it. So I can't speak to that about this 2023 bunch, but it's a good message nonetheless. And not lost on me was the classy move by David Cohn. He got on the mic. He acknowledged not just the Yankees players watching the ceremony from the dugout, which they never showed who it was, who was on the dugout at the top step watching. But he also acknowledged the Brewers players and theirs. And also the camera did not show the Brewers dugout. But looks like the Brewers got more out of the ceremony today, I guess. I mean, man, some pretty uninspired baseball from the Bombers today, especially from the seventh inning on. So I'll bang the drum again. I hope... Some conversations happened today between the Yankees brass and those 98 Yankees about advisorships. Pettit was back this season. They need more moving forward just to teach these Yankees their winning ways, as we just outlined. And one more thing, breaking at 9.07 p.m. just, I don't know, a few hours ago, Luis Severino to miss the rest of the season with what they're calling a high-grade left oblique strain. And if you watched any of the, the video coming out of the clubhouse last night, man, I mean, Meredith Markovitz, fantastic job navigating that interview uh, with Luis Severino. Um, he was near tears. He told her it feels like he got he just got shot. It was. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and watch it on the commercial, of course. Um, but uh, he's going to miss the rest of the season. And uh, I fully expect the team to buy out him his contract for $2.75 million. Uh, Severino has thrown, in my estimation, his last pitch as a New York Yankee. And what a disappointment he was. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.